Hello everyone and welcome back to Genesis Avalon Patriot! I am the co-writer and director and co-creator, uh, Cat Pride, and with me is Chris Bays, my Hi. fellow co-writer and co-stufer. I am also here. You are also here, yes. <laughs> That's not always a true statement. That's true. So Mentally, what? Like, I mean, I, that also might not be a true statement right now, but we'll see. Okay, we'll see, yeah. So anyway, uh, welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed the break. Um, uh, shit's on fire, yo. Uh, in fact, I think that's actually the insert, insert the, uh, meme here. Yeah. Um, although, actually, I think I think the SFX cue was the roof. The, the roof. The roof. The roof, roof is, is on fire. fire. Um, but yeah. So where we last left off, um, there was a massive train wreck in Central Station, and uh, uh, the train derailed for reasons unknown. And uh, Jaina is now stuck in the middle in of the middle said of train wreck, trying to get her way out of it. So. Um, so yeah, so uh, oh, also we're getting to hear Chris Hackney play his his uh, rare actual accent actual as accent. an actual American, as opposed to playing noir. So thank you, Chris, uh, as as I always mean, for I guess stepping in for this us. This is a good point to, to place to talk about maybe a bit about the dual cast that we have this season, and that we have an A cast and a B cast. Uh yeah, sure. And so when we wrote when we wrote the season, we knew we wanted to have. Um, an A plot and a B plot. And at one point in time, oh God, I wish I still had the pictures of it. Uh, our whole wall of our apartment yes. was covered in sticky notes. Uh, in giant big ones. Giant, like, 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 the like half poster page board. post. Yeah. And, and like motivational. I mean, work. originally it was like actual sticky oh, yeah, notes it was little sticky and we notes. moved them around and then those got translated onto like those big projection board ones. Like, like, like work workplace corporate rah-rah yeah. giant post-its that stick to your wall kind of thing yeah. and then that was the entire season and there would be one page for the a plot and one page for the b and that yep. wound up eventually becoming it's working the half that's happening in the u.s and then every other episode we swap between the u.s yep. half and the british half but we knew that when we were quick pause. Thank you, Laura. This is awesome. I, just, I love everything about this I mean, little moment we in have the story. Such, but we get the straight so awesome. Anyway, so but yeah, this is continue. still on point. Yeah. Um, when we decided to do that, we knew that that was going to give everybody kind of a, a a month off in between. Mm -hmm. But it also gave us an opportunity to let people play characters that aren't their character because when we needed to have Walla characters or minor one-liners. We could ask the people who were in the opposite cast to that episode. Yes, yes, absolutely. And then, and also, you know, to some extent, Chris is technically in the episode as Noir towards the very, very you know, yeah. towards the end. He's in like the last couple scenes. But, um, but yeah, I mean, he is definitely one of our, our, uh, one of our folks that we have bounced back and forth across both episodes yeah. all the time. Um, uh, there are a couple other folks that, for spoiler reasons, I don't want to say their names. I don't want to tell you that those characters are coming back. But, you know, there's some other people who have for been now. in episodes of Avalon. For and now, uh, yeah. is the only one. one. One of the only ones. But, yes. For now. For now. I think the way you keep saying that. Like, for now. The, all um, of the characters are alive. Yeah, for, for now. now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Jeez, that's a dark way to come back from the season. Uh, from the mid-season break. Welcome anyway. to Avalon. Welcome this to is very yeah, right yeah i mean you know, like a welcome to the kingery the, moment it is yeah the original <laughs> show i just killed off people like left and right this one it's like you never know so what's happening here cat oh are we going back to the plot okay sure let's go back i to the had plot. my diversion okay i'll shut up now. uh no it's fine uh so uh 
we, uh, you know, obviously we, we heard uh, Jaina break out of the, the train car, which was a lot of fun to, to mix. But Without then, superpowers. Well, she, but there was a, a raven call the, yeah, that you might have heard. The, she and, thinks without superpowers. So she thinks it was without power. She thinks the gods have abandoned her. We'll see if that, cough, that plays cough, out. Cough, um, cough. But uh, yeah, so here we have an awesome moment uh, where uh, Vanguard has shown up with the Freedom Press to start uh, rescuing people and has just run into... Patriot, Patriot to John. Uh, so the two of them are helping to, to, to uh, finish up this, uh, you know, rescuing people in this moment. But uh, what's about to happen is interesting, to say the least. Yes. Because as the episode is titled Convergence, it is for a reason. Stuff's going um, down, the, yo. Yeah, the first, the first half of season one for this cast everybody's been in different parts of things and all the, we're the finally, pieces have been coming together. We're and now, finally crossing the streams. We are. Which I'm pretty sure is a bad thing to do, according to... I don't know. The Ghostbusters the Ghostb are... Well, they say not to do it, and then they immediately do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that this is some a similar situation, mm -hmm. just we're not dealing with Gozar the Gozarian. No. We're just dealing with the ghosts of revolutions past. Yeah. As, uh, as we're hearing right now, where the two of them have kind of they have memories into of each other running into other past lives yeah so that's kind of fun um i bet all of you who are listening to patriot and were like oh casey's become a speedster i wonder if that'll ever matter it does, does. <laughs> yes yes um and then yeah, also this Casey, is one of my new theme songs for the, the patriot oh, folks so you'll you'll hear this a lot more as we you continue like, to go you on. like your leitmotif i do yeah so so i guess we can talk about that for a second because it's going to continue to happen but um, uh, as you might have noticed by at this point, you're going to hear a lot of recurring music throughout the show because I, I'm very big on leitmotif and themes. I so, like leitmotif a lot too. Um, so there are songs for certain pairings. There are songs for certain characters. There are songs for certain beats and, uh, like battle themes. Yeah. And I mean, and romance themes. Yeah. And if you're a fan of music, have fun trying to figure out and, 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 you know, catch them when they come back because... Like, Jaina has a specific theme, and Alicia has a specific theme. Yeah. The, uh, Van Casey has a couple of themes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. And then it's important to note in the, in the scene that just happened um, that, that pa Patriot and Minuteman have been around for a hot minute, mm -hmm. right? This yeah. has been several years that they've been around. Yeah. And they've never gone to help the Voices of Liberty, the very, like, well-known... Yeah. Freedom fighter yeah. set, and yet they've been doing the same stuff, but on their own. Yeah, and now all of a sudden, and Casey called, Casey called John out for that, mm -hmm. and for, rightfully so. Yeah, John is a stubborn jerk. Well, it's John. I like John, but he's she. John is John. Ah, uh, uh, John, so. John. Mm, I can't say what I no, was about we'll to get, say. No, we'll get into we'll get, uh, into, we'll get into that in a few yeah. episodes. Oh, there's there's me doing an accent. Sorry, director cameo. I'm like the Russos. I just you throw myself like, into stuff and like, I just don't tell anybody I'm like, doing it. It's like, oh, look, it's Joe Russo. Yeah, exactly. It's the director cameo. It's, uh, it, um, oh, look, it's a rainbow. But there's about to be a really cool moment here. Um, because now this is this is Minuteman running oh, into Jaina. Yes, yes, yes. This is my favorite. I think when I when I edited this episode. And there it is. Yes. This was really hard to compile, by the way. I had to pull stuff from the original episodes, and, we went, and I went back it, through the old sessions to pull yeah. the mixes. And we went through, like, three iterations of the final mix of this? Yes, at least. At least. I want to say it was three. Because yeah. I want to say you mixed it, I listened and gave feedback, 
you remixed it. I listened to like tweet one more. We'll thing. go with we'll go with there were three iterations that, that I'm aware you of. heard. I don't remember how many <laughs> I went through before I said I, I think you can hear this. Look, if I didn't touch it, I don't count it. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. It just magically came from you, perfect and whole. Oh, cool, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's how and we it do it. It took you no effort. That's that's how we do it here at Pendant. Everything Cat does is right the first time. <laughs> I mean, I'm married to you, so I think I am contractually <laughs> obligated to think that, babe probably true yeah um anyway uh another one of those fun lay motif things i got to do where i i swell the music and transition into ending the music and, as the next scene starts. and it also goes and the previous scene also goes into the whole thing of jaina thought she did that without any power uh-huh oh but jaina didn't didn't do that bit i know that's the cool but, part. no is that that was but if she was just a normal, average human well, citizen, would she have triggered? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, if oh. she wasn't, yeah, if she truly wasn't blessed by the gods anymore, would Minuteman have even seen that? Because Minuteman's powers are normally precognitive. Yep. They don't normally go back. Back in time. So it's just, you know, just, just one of those things. Because yep. I know that people have been asking. Yes. I'm not, I don't think that's like a tease that we can't give. That in a show that's still called Genesis Avalon. Oh yeah, no, I think I think we can, <laughs> I think we can say Avalon is still. But not. you know, talking about the nature of what what is your worth when you were a powered superhero and you have since purposely given up those powers. Yeah, yeah. And you know, do you ever truly give it up? And you know, and and it's a, and it's a major component of of the B plot. So when we talk about the B cast, exactly, we don't exactly. mean and we don't mean, we don't like, mean like a lesser team. We, like, we just mean like like left side versus plot. right yeah. side. They yeah. are pretty equal. Um but you know in the UK we've got all these competing concepts around the Ma- gods being involved and, and we you've now met Mac by this yeah, point so you magic, know that he's talked about the magic the is very important still powers are still yeah. very, like God's granted powers are still very prevalent yep. in that British cast. Yeah. And you don't see that in the American cast. Yep. Except that's where we have, you know, it's... I, I, why do I still talk? <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. I, mean, I, I want to say more, but I can't. No, you... You're gonna I hit feel me for this feels like those already. this feels like those interviews with Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Holland yeah, talking about Infinity War. I just need to be like, and you are Benedict Cumberbatch the whole time. Yeah. So anyway, bless Ben, I love him. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So so everybody has converged. Uh, as we were talking about other things, uh, Casey and uh, Jaina have met again. Um, yes. And Jaina just got uh, yeeted, yeet, or whooshed, speeded. I don't know what you want to say. Sped. Um, sped. Sped. Um. <laughs> Jaina's having that moment of, I used to ride roller coasters, and then I took like five years off, and now I'm like, oh, God, a roller coaster is, is really intense now, yeah? The moment when you have ridden a roller coaster, and then you go ride something like the Woody Woodpecker or like Flight of the Hippogriff, you're like, wow, that was really intense. <laughs> oh, boy, Thunder Mountain. That's intense. <laughs> Uh, duh. <laughs> That's for usual, Paul coming in with the, with with the sass. Fantastic reads. Fantastic and reads. lots and lots of ad libs. I don't even know you, pal. I, I'm not trying to start a fight. So. Uh, and then uh, one, of the, one of the nice poignant moments is Julian and Jaina actually seeing yes. each other again for the That's first time in, in several years. Um, 
<laughs> and Carrie. And I love this moment. And M gave such a fantastic read because I mentioned that like it's an unexpected hug, and she just, you know, I love it when 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 an actor just like gets like every like bit of the beat right, like in, in like. You know what I mean? Like where, yeah. where all of the walla, all of the moments. It all just, fits it together. All, yeah, you don't have just, to Frankenline anything. Yeah. You don't have to and like it, add any gap in. And it just, it feels so good for all these characters to me. And, you know, especially because you, the audience, know them. You saw them. You went through their journeys with them. And you've now, like you've spent the last three episodes on the on the A side meeting Evan and really getting to know him and Casey mm-hmm. in the years mm-hmm. since. And now to realize like how little Evan actually knew Jaina. Yeah. You as an audience would like, I'm sure like that's like a, well, that's weird. Like you have that, that feeling that where you watch a TV show and you're like, well, I've known these characters for so long. How did they, they not know each they've other? They've not actually ever met. Yeah. yeah. And so that tells me you needed to be Avalon. You could at any moment. Um, and then Carrie accidentally uh, opens her mouth and inserts her entire pair of Jimmy shoes. The entire thing. Um, because that's a thing. Um, oops. Oops. Yeah. I, uh, as per usual, Mark is just killing it. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't a shock to you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Mark gave so many good reads of this, it was so hard to pick one. But, uh, I, he, he nailed it. Um, oops. Conversions. Also, also, uh, how it's, I learned to stop worrying and love the emotional bomb. It's, it's a happy, <laughs> it's a happy reunion, right up until people actually think about it. <laughs> unbelievable. That that take of, of Mark going unbelievable at the end is so good. It's it's that moment of you're so happy when you win a thing and then you think about the taxes that you'll have to pay on it. <laughs> That's what just happened. He just thought about the taxes. Nice. He did the math. He did the math. <laughs> they did the math. Oops. I do like Julian. Again, um, I'm just going to throw that out there. Absolutely right. It doesn't help. Um... This was this felt really good to write, honestly. Like, as a, so, 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 as a, like, just from a writing perspective, this scene was very cathartic to write, and I know that Anna said that it was very cathartic to to get to act it, but um, it was. I really like this scene. Like, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Like, like, writing conflict can be really hard because you always want to think the best of your main character, but like, they need to have flaws, and I. This was one of the storyline beats that I've been like dying to get to. The fact that. There is a very real bit of responsibility that Jaina has to yeah. all of this, yeah. and while like and while like Ben later on is like, nah, it's not really like I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, Jaina feels that way, and and to some extent she should. And Casey unloading on her, and then what John's about to do is all just like it's totally earned. But it's also very scary as a writer because like you don't want to be like, well, let me turn my 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 lead character into someone you don't like 
Yeah. Because I, I think there's I think there's a fine line between writing a character with flaws and writing a character that I'm asking you to dislike. And I don't yeah. really want you to dislike but, Jaina in this moment. I, I just mean, want you to recognize that she she made a big mistake. She made a big mistake. She made a lot of she made several in a row that then compounded with interest as they continued to go un unresponded to. You know, she made these mistakes six years ago. And even then, like part and of then it was just doubled the, down on them and never and it's backtrack. Yeah, and it's that whole thing of like it's not even intentional. Like she spent time getting her life back together, but by just sort of like trying to like put blinders on and not think about what was happening across the pond, she recognizes that she bears a lot of the responsibility for how bad it's gotten. But oh, and then off. Obviously, John's about to point out the point that I hadn't made yeah. on the nose because I don't need to make it. He's about to. He's about to. You've been going for what six years now. This country's just gotten worse. Because none of that was bad enough for you to yeah. care about until there was something in it for you. Yeah, yeah. So don't give me your woe is me, white lady. Man, white John lady just crap. nailed it. Mm. And it kind of is. Yeah, it's kind of it's the it is the mentality. It is it's what comes from people <laughs> that didn't live every day under it's persecution. That, yeah, it's that whole thing of. Um, a lot of, it's very easy when you come from a certain level of privilege to say that you want help and to want to be better, but part of that involves acknowledging that you were not always better. Like, like it's like on a non like racially toned kind of way, like Hillary Clinton pretending that she was like always for exactly uh, always like, for like gay rights. Always yeah. And for, you're like, no, you evolved. Rights. Just acknowledge that you evolved. Yeah. It's okay to evolve, but like you have but to acknowledge either, that you Either did. acknowledge that you evolved or acknowledge that that is the direction that the party went or something yeah. like that. Or, or, um, being very upset that your neighborhood that you grew up in has since gentrified, even though you left 10 years ago because you couldn't live in that neighborhood anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's that kind of a thing. Yeah. And it, with this, it is almost exactly that kind of a thing. She realized she couldn't live in... It's, it's that whole thing of like, oh, the crime in my neighborhood's getting really crappy, so I'm going to leave. And then, like, not acknowledge, like, any of the systemic things yeah. that led to yeah. a crime wave. Um. And then being upset. Stares really hard at Newburgh, New York. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then poor Ben. It's just like in the middle of all this, just like an awkward pineapple being like, I think I'm going to go walk around and not be in the middle of this drama. Because he, he it, Ben was so young when oh, yeah. everything went to hell that the thought of being this upset that somebody didn't stay. He's also, well, I mean, he's also clairvoyant. So he has kind of like the, the of realizing the benefit of realizing it didn't matter if she had stayed or not. No one person. Yeah. It, no one man should have all that. Uh -huh. power. I wasn't even going to make that joke. I yeah. can't not. It's fine. Um, but no, I mean, I think, you know, one of the things that we like about the, that the way Ben's crafted as a character and the thing, one of the things I know I like about when I get to write him, because technically he's a character you created, but, uh, so I, I just get to borrow him. It's fine. But, uh, you know, the fact that his dad is a history teacher, yeah. the fact that Ben is is educated yeah. and has made it his business to understand how systems, political systems and economic systems work. And he's only like 16. Yeah. Like, he's young, he's young. guys. He's really young. He, and, is a, he is a teenage superhero. Yeah. And, and but, but it means that he's aware that 
And he's about to say it while he's talking to Evan here, because he's like nicely dressing Evan down, and he, you know. Yeah, like he, like he's, he's talking about how you know it's 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 a surprise to meet her, but he understands that like the problems here are systemic. Like it's it's a case of like one person standing, you know, can't be the one to stop all corruption. That yeah. just doesn't. That's not feasible. It's not possible. And that even and he's the one person out of all of this because everybody's a little too emotionally charged, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Casey and Evan are definitely too emotionally charged. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but that even if Avalon had stayed. Wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah. Doesn't give us a better way forward. Gets us and, exactly. and yeah, yeah and, exactly. Yeah, and like like he says, yeah, it does their job for them, and that's wow. that's one of those things that um. I tried really hard when we were working on this part of the story and trying to figure out how Ben was going to interact with people. I spent a lot of time listening and really trying to understand how activists. Yeah talk to people across the line to try and help them understand like like in a non-confrontational way like hey this is what we're trying to get at this is how we're trying to talk and this is what we're trying to make you understand and explain and why things like why are you fighting over this one thing you know why are you fighting over tax breaks for people who make over half a million dollars are you ever going to make over half a million dollars no then i don't understand why you're so upset about it when that when 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 you know those taxes being increased can help so many other people who are in lower brackets. It's things like that. And I know so. that when we were writing this, when we were writing this episode, it was early. Uh, or it was it was in 2020. It was in the lead up to the 2020 mm-hmm. election. And at the time, there was a lot of discourse of being it, within. And I'm going to speak about the Democratic Party because, you know, that's the party I identify with. Um, there was a lot of anger within the Democratic Party of the people who were seen as having abandoned the party in the 2016 election because they didn't want to vote for Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. and we wound up with Donald Trump as president to how you know do you are do you are you mad at them for that still 4 years later and risk alienating them in the 2020 election or do you get over that do you get do you move past that and you know that that's kind of the same kind of deal Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it and it also and it and it that same kind of conversation comes from a place of of every everyone has varying levels of, of privilege and priority. Mm-hmm. And it's a matter of like you have to figure out like how, well where do my prior like like my priorities are not always gonna line up with somebody else's. Yeah. And how do I how do I help them understand that I'm not I'm not dismissing their priority by saying that like I also want to make yeah, this is a priority because it's like the whole problem with like prioritization in general. Yeah. Like everything can't be top priority because if it is, nothing then is nothing is. Um, but it can be like one point one, one point two, one point three. Yeah. Like they can all be like really high up there. Um, and you know how can you affect the most change given the amount of time you have? And Ben is definitely trying to think of that. And that's yeah. And that's one of those things. Oh, and then on top of that, we're having this like deep philosophical discussion. And then Ben just like heals someone because that's a thing he does now, and that's exactly his reaction. That's a thing I do now. Um, but, but like we're we're definitely trying to have Ben be this young sort of voice of reason who can come in and be like, look, 
this is the only world I've known. Yeah. He's, so I want to make it better, but I still have like, he's like, he's by, the kid who's got all the spoons because he's not jaded. But by not focus, by him not needing, by him not having the memories of the time before, he doesn't feel the need to nostalgize the time. That, that's not a word, but I made it up. Um, <laughs> he doesn't think on the, on the way yeah. things were before with nostalgia. So he can look forward kind of unjaded. Yeah. And then also now he can do more superpowers. Yes. And then John just popped up out of nowhere. Out of the theta location with these new dynamics. New dynamics. I like the way I like the way John says that. Like, so yeah, you know. We're helping her, aren't we? Um. With Vanguard, Avalon could fly and shoot lasers. This has also got uh, it's got a really good um. She left the U.S. while the like I really like the way John comes at it. Um. I don't care if I insult her. And I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to spare her. He's like, whatever. I don't care. She ditched us for her utopia. I'm not going to forgive her. Yeah, to me, I think the thing that I like the most about this storyline is it's important to remember that nobody here is a bad guy. Like, nobody here is evil because they believe slightly different things. Yeah. At the end of the day, everybody who is in this room, in one of these rooms in the Freedom Press, has a legitimate yeah. concern a, and a legitimate a trauma that they're working through and legitimate reason to be angry at someone else. And so the question is, okay, well, so everybody screwed up. Nobody's yeah. perfect. Yeah. What next? You have this, this coalition of people who are all radically different, but all seeking the same goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So on that note, we did it. Yeah. So on that note, uh, everybody has run into each other and you'll just have to see what happens uh, in episode nine for, for this plot line. Then obviously episode eight, we're going to come back and be back in the UK and you'll see what wacky stuff we get up to there. We're, we're, and we're officially in the back half. We are in the back half and it just gets more wild from here. So uh, if you liked the episode, any thoughts on the episode and want to get a hold of me or Chris, you can uh, send me a tweet at at Genesis Avalon. Uh, you can also uh, go ahead and tweet directly at, pen, at Pendant Audio uh, and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, if you're already a member of the Discord, go ahead and, and hit us up. Let us know what you think on the Patriot uh, uh, sub-channel and uh, we will talk to you guys next month. Bye. Bye.